Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to The Intersection. I'm your host, Frankie Walls. This week, we'll be talking to Danielle Sinclair. Danielle Sinclair is a Jamaican international student. This week, we talk about her experiences as an international student and how when she came to Ithaca, a lot of things shifted for her, whether that be in her identity or just how she goes about her day-to-day life. Danielle, do you want to just introduce yourself with your name, your year, and your major? Hi everyone, um, I'm Danielle. I'm a junior economics major, politics minor, and I'm from Kingston, Jamaica. Awesome. So, why did you decide to go to Ithaca? So, I heard about Ithaca through my high school. Actually, I know it's weird. Like, people are like, oh, Ithaca reaches Jamaica. Mm-hmm. But I actually heard about them through my school like they had like an event and they had like different schools coming to the event and like I was like oh Ithaca and my sister actually went to University of Rochester Mm -hmm. so she was like kind of familiar with like upstate New York and stuff so um and now she's currently living in New York so I was just like okay Ithaca is like a good place and like um very friendly and my sister was familiar with the area and stuff like that from jamaica to ithaca obviously that's a big weather shock (laughs) did that like besides it being completely different (laughs) did it ever like um deter your decision is that something you were excited about like i had friends from the bahamas in high school that had never seen snow before was this like your first time seeing snow like just stuff like that yeah so um i experienced my first winter in ithaca it was like really beautiful and like i wanted to come to this school because like i wanted a change like i came to ithaca knowing that it would be different like knowing that it would be cold knowing that like it's not like a big university and I was like okay with that like I knew Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go to a school in Florida or Miami because that's mostly where Jamaican students go Mm -hmm. and I was just like no I want to start fresh like I want to come here but it was definitely definitely different I mean when I came here like I came with like a I like a coat and stuff I'm like all right this is not bad and then it got like much colder in like November and I was like, okay, I really do not have a coat. I mm-hmm. was dressing and like, I wasn't dressing properly. And like, I was like trying to look around to see how everyone was dressing and just try to, it was kind of weird. Like I was like looking to see how I should dress. Cause mm-hmm. obviously I don't dress with layers. Like when I'm back home, I wear like shorts and like, um, like a crop top and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so that was like different wearing layers and stuff honestly though it's it's not that surprising that in the cold weather you were wearing that though because i see i feel like we still see people with shorts on in this weather i'm like oh (laughs) aren't your legs cold (laughs) i know I also experienced like the opposite where like I go out and like I have on too much clothes and I look around and I'm just like, am I doing this wrong? <laughs> like, yeah. am I just like really, really cold because I'm not used to the weather or like, am I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. Just dressing with shorts and I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Being from the East Coast, I think like experiencing snow all the time, I've never experienced it to the level of Ithaca, but 
I like mm-hmm. kind of understand it like a little bit, not a lot, but like when I came here and it was so much snow all the time, it was like I started dressing more for this weather. So then when I'm home and it's less than this, I'm wearing like less layers and my family thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> my mom yeah. will be my mom and my brother are like, aren't you cold? And I'm like, genuinely, no, like I've had it worse. I'm sorry to say. And they're like, no, like you're just going to get a cold. I'm like, I really think I'm built different now. Like, I think my body has adjusted. It's so true. It's so true. Like New York City is not as cold as like care. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I want to talk about, um, so you're an international student, and mm-hmm. so, like, how your identity as an international student, how has that changed going to Ithaca for you? So, being from Jamaica, it's definitely one of those things where, like, I came to, like, the U.S., like, um, Ithaca, and, like, people started to have, like, conversations about like race started to be more prevalent like mm-hmm. like it sounds weird but like I came to Ithaca and like I realized like that that I was like black like it was always a conversation like oh like black and white and mm-hmm. stuff like that and like in Jamaica we don't have that like people are just like people like we have so many different races mm-hmm. and like so many mixture of people like people it's not that I'm not black in Jamaica, but it's just, like, we don't have those conversations. Like, yeah. I came to Ithaca, and it's all, like, conversations, like, black people, like, having difficulties, like, in classes. Like, they feel like they're not as respected as their, their white male counterparts. And, like, that's when I started to have those conversations and, like, really opened my eyes that, like, hey, like, you are really a minority and, mm-hmm. like, you really don't have a place here. Mm-hmm. And, like... It just really sucks because, like, now, like, I see myself as a black person, but, like, I don't think I also fit in with, like, the black Americans Mm -hmm. here on campus. Like, it's, like, a whole different culture. A lot of the black Americans, like, a lot of them are from, like, New York City, and, like, it's, like, a different type of... It's, like, a different type of vibe. It's, like, a Mm -hmm. different type of energy. And, like, I don't feel like I fit in with them either, Mm -hmm. even though I am a black person. Like, I think we talk differently and, like, there are different slangs and, like, there's definitely a different culture in New York City Mm -hmm. as opposed to, like, being, like, a black international student. And I feel like I've found other international students that are black and, like, we can connect with those stuff. And, like, surprisingly, they've said the same thing, too, where, like, they didn't they weren't as aware of their race and like stuff like that until they came to the US and like had this major divide. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's a very interesting point cuz I don't know if you remember like I remember very vividly walking somewhere with you and Jada and that was something that you mentioned about how you've never like had to think about your race before coming here. Like I forget when that happened. I don't know if it was like <laughs> like you know, honestly, the 10 months of quarantine have messed with my brain, but I know it was, like, after we became RAs, and I remember you and Jada kind of having that conversation about, like, you've never had to think about yourselves as Black before, and I think that's, like, very interesting because, like, where you are, you're the majority, and, like, here, we're, like, a very, we're a minority, and then in itself, like, 
the international black students are their own minority and like I understand I, like I can't understand exactly how you feel about being excluded in the fact that I'm not international but I feel like sometimes because I like went to PWIs and like I had experience with like already with schools like Ithaca like sometimes I can't even relate to what they're complaining about or what they're talking about because I don't have that experience either like I wasn't in a culture shock when I came here because I just went to school and it was always like this mm. yeah mm. so it's it's like it's different like it's definitely different <laughs> yeah for sure because having those conversations in college about like being different from other students and like finding out that you're like in like this like interesting subcategory like I feel like that sh- obviously shouldn't be the case in that anyway like we should all just be like people but it's like weird how there's that change when it comes to like different parts of our identity so like kind of going off of that I know about like Jada but would you say that like a lot of your friends are international students like has that become like the group that you mainly hang out with (laughs) yes (laughs) I mean you know how it goes like you feel more comfortable with people that like have like similar identities with you like Mm -hmm. it's just a thing like you go into a room and like I identify as like a black female um I go into a room I would want to sit beside like somebody who looks like me like a black person Mm -hmm. or like a person of color it's just I don't know, it's just how my mind thinks. And mm-hmm. um, so most of my friends, like my closest friends are like Jamaican or part Jamaican or like international. Like I have like um, my friend from Ghana and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just easier conversations between us. And like we talk about like our international problems and so forth that like, cause we don't have to, explain too much because Mm -hmm. they're just like they like finish my sentence they're just like oh yeah 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 yeah." they're aware as opposed yeah as opposed to like talking to somebody else and it's like i have to like fully explain which is not bad but like sometimes you just you just don't want to do it so Mm -hmm. i feel like most of my friends that's why like most of my friends are who they are right now yeah i can see you gravitating towards people who identify as the same thing as you See, I think it's different for me. Like, I don't know if we've ever had that conversation, but I went to a boarding school. So Mm -hmm. everyone that lived there, like everyone lived there. So I was already out of state, but then like a lot of my closest friends were actually from out of the country. And like we had like residents from Ghana. We had residents from Azerbaijan. Like we had residents from all over around the world and I still follow them on social media. So like, to find out what's happening in Poland, to find out what's happening in Albania. Like, I do know what's happening in the world a bit more. Like, randomly, there were, like, earthquakes in China my junior year of high school. And no one, like, the summer after my junior year, so I guess going into my senior year, and no one was talking about it on, like, the local news or, like, the anything that was, like, oh, what's happening in the world? And no one's talking about it. But I had, like, my actual roommate my junior year was, like, there. And I was texting her, like, hi, like, are you okay? Like, is everything good? And she was, like, yeah, I wasn't near the earthquakes. But, like, my boyfriend was. I'm okay. Thank you for checking in. And I feel like there's this disconnect when people don't have that, like, otherworldly experience. Like, 
I feel very lucky that I was like able to connect with people from all around the world early on because it, it, it's helped me become friends with international students or like people who are not from America very much easier. Does that like make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like if yeah. if we had a conversation and you were talking to me, like I feel like I'd be able to like listen and understand a bit more because I've tried to educate myself on the global scale. But sometimes I guess people kind of forget, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you like they just kind of forget that America is not the only country in the world. True, true, true. And mm-hmm. because they forget that sometimes like it's harder to be connected on a global scale like especially with the last presidential administration I feel like there were moments where we were just so isolated from the rest of the world about like issues relations borders it was just a mess he was literally trying to isolate like U.S. from everyone else and I'm just like how are you going to do that like like why like it just wasn't a good plan. Mm-hmm. And kind of going off of that, there was that whole. I know I don't think the travel ban really like. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent. That didn't really affect you, did it? Um no, but I know that it affected some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Like um, so like in Brazil and Mexico, mm-hmm. like they can't come back here Mm -hmm. and like I have friends from those places but like in Jamaica they didn't it didn't affect us Mm -hmm. per se which I'm I'm super grateful for like Jamaica is like so small on the map too so yeah but for sure that's that's definitely something that would like that that's another added stress that I don't think students really shouldn't have to deal with while they're like (sighs) still trying to go through life <laughs> um exactly. um you ha- you talked about like identifying with a lot of your international friends and that's why a more- majority of them are would you say that you are like I know you're part of the international club so maybe we- you could talk about that and like how you got involved with it and like is that a uh, kind of where a lot of these connections were formed so I did I did meet a lot of people in international club but like I think the major thing that brought the international students well I can only speak for my year group was international orientation because what they do is that they have a separate orientation for international student which is like a week before um everybody else like when you're a first year student and like that really gave them the chance to like connect because they were with each other like for that whole week they did activities together so you really developed that bond and that's where like you met people um so like that's where like you form that connection with them and like it just spilled over into international club like I feel like (laughs) everyone who's an international like you just go into international club and like it just the bond just continues and like people are so willing to show off their country and so forth because the international club does provide that space for you to like just like show off your culture and I feel like so many people are excited to do that as and like people are excited to watch that so um I think that's also like a really good place for Mm -hmm. us in the club and like we are trying to grow like it's not just 
international students that are a part of the club like as I'm saying like people are excited to see like the different cultures and stuff and like that attracts like other people to the club so it's not like exclusive to only international students but I definitely think that we do have that space and like we're it's all like excited about that yeah yeah so. um for sure I think I've like known about the international club and like the fashion show y'all do I think that's mm-hmm. a very amazing way to kind of highlight people's cultures and um it's been really interesting to like see because there's so many different clubs on campus that are like specifically for like if you're from here if you're from here if your identity is this while this one was like yes you're international but you can also be like any type of international student and i think that's a really um like nice way to like keep the like it's like a revolving door like it's very open to Mm -hmm. everyone and i think that's like a very good thing for clubs to be a part of like the international club just seems very like welcoming like i'm not a part of it (laughs) (laughs) but like i have a lot of friends a part of it and i Mm -hmm. like i've seen like your social media and stuff and i've been like really interested and invested in stuff like that that's good i mean you're always welcome like we're always like doing stuff and like we're talking about because i've learned so much too like other countries in that international club like we just go and like we talk and like we're excited to like share stuff with you mm-hmm. like food like like dressing and stuff like not dressing for food but like dress the way how we mm-hmm. dress and stuff <laughs> yeah for sure um so you talked mm-hmm. a little bit about orientation and how that was so i'm kind of wondering if you could talk about like so you have an orientation with like kind of just international students and then you're like in college kind of like integrated with the rest of our grade so maybe about how was it adjusting to Ithaca was it really hard and I know you talked about like noticing how you're a minority for the first time maybe like was there a specific instance in one of your classes where you were kind of like oh my god like this is crazy these people are like secretly racist or like (laughs) there's too many white people here or I'm really uncomfortable And, like, I'm really uncomfortable and I don't know anyone who could make me feel better. Like, there are instances where you step into a room and there are no other brown people. So, like, like stuff like that, I guess. So, I, like, when I came here, I was always, like, I became, like, hyper aware of my accent and, like, the way how I cert- I say certain words. Like, so that, like kind of made me nervous to talk in class because I'm Mm -hmm. like um because I was like oh shoot like are they gonna think that I talk weird like are they going to understand me and stuff like that so like I tried to like talk differently which is like really hard for me so that was one of like the major things in class is like I felt like I couldn't really speak up or like Mm -hmm. or like if I did like people be like oh whatever like like why is she talking like that But Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, this was really surprising to me and quite flattering, but, like, in terms of, like, when I do speak, people would notice that difference. And they'll be, like, they wouldn't say, like, oh, like, are you Jamaican? They'll be, like, oh, where are you from? And I'll be, like, Kingston, Jamaica. And, like, I've never met 
one person who has asked me that question and they don't know where I'm from. So, mm-hmm. like, it's nice that, like, they know, they're like, oh, Jamaica, that's so nice. Like, I love there. I want to visit there and stuff like that. And, like, that conversation has been, like, really, really good. And, like, I get excited because I do think Jamaica is, like, really, really small. And, like, the fact that so many different people know about my country is, like, really good. And, like, that always excites me. And, like, um, in terms of, like, my transition and, like, I do have those questions where, like, I wear protective hairstyles and people are just like, oh, like, how do you wash your hair and stuff Mm -hmm. like that? And, like, oh, like, do you have, like, this type of fast food in Jamaica and Mm -hmm. stuff like that? You know, and I just I just answer them like I just want to think that it's coming from, like, a good place. So like I Sometimes they act like question. you're from, like, another planet. <laughs> I know. Like, they're like, like, oh, do you have, like, this fast food in Jamaica? Which is a reasonable question, I guess, because, like, mm. we don't have certain... <laughs> Frankie's like, mm. <laughs> not Not 100% sure. <laughs> I think that's, like... But, like, that's kind of weird, too, because, like, even myself, like, <laughs> I'm from New Jersey. I'm from Newark, New Jersey, and that's, like, not exactly... Like, we're still from Jersey. We're not, like, the part of, like, I know you don't really know where I'm talking about, but, like, like, there's, like, North Jersey and there's South Jersey, and there's a very distinct difference between what's in those areas, and, like, when I got to my high school, I had never had Chick-fil-A before. I had never had Panda Express before. I had never had, like, something else that, like, all the kids at my school were like, what? Like, that's, like, I've never had Chick-fil-A before. And I was like, it's not around me. There's no point for me to even know what it is. And it's like, it's like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. Like, how have you gotten so long without it? And it's like, it's not, if it's not part of your reality, there's no point of it. Like, I'm sure, like, the fast food restaurants you do have, like, they're great. But, like, (laughs) if you don't have one, like, is is it so weird to think about? Like, I feel like people... Sometimes, specifically when we're talking about Africa, the continent of Africa. Oh my gosh. When we talk about the continent of Africa, there's this weird stigma around it where it's a third world country and everyone lives in huts and nobody knows what technology is. And I'm like, "Do (laughs) do you think that's what like the entire place is like? what like i like do you just think that no one else has television and no one else has cape like why yeah. is it only when we're talking about like specifically africa too i'm like y'all it's literally just another place <laughs> it's that's literally like, that's like another thing too though people have like these limited views of certain places and like these stereotypes and like they feel like it's okay to like they don't even phrase it in a way where it's like it comes off like in a good place they're just like because like I've had like people ask me like oh like do you smoke weed like I know you're from Jamaica like do you smoke weed and stuff like that like it's like really like popular blah blah blah. and I'm like no and they're so surprised they're like you don't like I hear that everyone smokes weed and I'm just like no, like, the way how you ask it, and I'm just like, these stairs have, like, such limited views. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of annoying, but. Yeah, no, it definitely should be. Like, that's so, <laughs> that's so, oh my god, I don't even know I how to respond that to that. Times. Oh, I get it too many times. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, like, weird, and, like, mm-hmm. people, 
like people when they're from Jamaica, like they know like this one slang. They're like, "Wagwan man," and I'm like, <laughs> if I don't talk like that to you, why do you feel like you have to talk like that to me? For sure, and like, that's <laughs> so uncomfortable. That is so <laughs> weird. I'm like, that's so bad. Oh, no. They think yeah. they're, like, the cinnamon man from the Applejack <laughs> box. Like, okay, you can just pack it up. Like, it's it's not like that at all. So all those things, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I also think that, like, the hardest thing, I don't know if you've heard it from, like, other international students, maybe, but, like, the hardest thing is, like, during breaks, how, like, we don't have... Mm-hmm. anywhere to go most of the times like I know some of the breaks like it's actually like you actually have to come off campus and a lot of us don't have somewhere to go mm-hmm. and like I feel like the college doesn't really provide us with like a place to go or like an alternative option that would like cater to us so like at like in those moments like I feel like they forget about us like they they want us to come to our school and like they tell us all of these things about Ithaca yet still they're like aspects of the college that don't cater for us in terms of like Mm -hmm. kicking us off campus like like we don't have anywhere to go i'm actually really glad you brought that up because i had a question about that oh you did i I didn't want to be incorrect so i didn't say anything yet but i was hoping that this school had a program because so my boarding school like we have international students like we i have friends from vietnam and they can't go home for thanksgiving break because it's literally a week and they'd be like flying for like three days so my school has a program where it's like they'll take them like one of the professors like well they're teachers in high school <laughs> the brain switch um the teachers would take like a group of international students and they would go to like Disney World or like just some <gasps> other place and like the Indonesian students they're on this like government pass kind of thing so like they're not allowed to go home until like their five years here are up so like there were times where, like, I took one of my Indonesian friends home, my friend Virgiline took some home, and then they also, like, all the Indonesian students together would go on trips to, like, other places. So I was under the impression that the school had a program like that because my school has a program like that, my high school. So you're saying that they don't? No, they don't have an official program for that, which which sucks because, like, I also know that, like, other schools do have, like, a program mm-hmm. in place. But if you don't have, like, a friend that, like, extends an invitation to you for Thanksgiving, it's just, like, uh, you really don't have anywhere to go. And it's, like, hard. But... Well, that sucks. I'm so... I did not know that. I'm sorry to hear that. When I come to my <laughs> house for Thanksgiving... Frankie, you have me? Of course. Of course of I'd have course. you. Of course. What? Yes. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> um, That's kind of crazy. <laughs> I don't... I cannot believe that there's not a program for that. There should Let's be. Let's strike. Let's strike. Yeah, Let's start let, a let, petition. Yeah, start a petition. <laughs> like maybe it'll be an international club sponsored. That, that'll be your legacy when you graduate. You yes. start a program and then all the international kids afterwards have a program for them to like go on trips because yeah, i don't think that's something that we should be worrying about you know like no that's definitely oh God, not something we're we gonna worry get about. food and stuff like that for a major yeah. holiday like thanksgiving yeah because like, like i stayed holiday. i stayed here for like spring break and that's like 
less time. Like, that's not obviously Christmas or Thanksgiving in the slightest. But I stayed here for spring break and just, like, the way that (laughs) there was, like, nothing going on and there was nothing open. And if I didn't have a friend who, like, like, had a car and lived in Ithaca, like, I don't think (laughs) I would have eaten. Like, it's... (laughs) Like, I, that was, like, very concerning for me after, like, doing it. I was like, and y'all have to do that. Like, I chose to do that <laughs> because, like, one of my friends couldn't go home because she was from Oregon. So, it's like, the she couldn't go home for spring break. So, I w- stayed with her here. And I was kind of like, wow, like, imagine someone having to do this all the time. Because, yeah, like, the tickets are expensive to go back home. Like, mm-hmm. And, like, even if you're not even going for, like, that long, like, for people who live, like, super far and, like, if the break is only a week, like, if you're Mm -hmm. paying, like, thousands of dollars and it takes you two days to go there and, like, two days to come back, like, how many days do you really have on that break? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So it's just, like, difficult. No, I completely understand. Um, I wanted to... Thank you for opening up about this and talking to me about this. I really appreciate you coming here. Um, one of the questions I have that I usually like end these with is kind of um, something you wish you knew before coming here. So something you would have told young Danielle before <laughs> she hopped off the plane and came to Ithaca. I was just... I was just... <laughs> This sounds, like, really silly. This is not what I want to say, but it's, like, the thing that's on top of my head. It's to just bring, like, a really thick coat because I was just, like, suffering. Like, nobody told me that it was going to be this cold. But, like, also, just be ready. Just be ready for anything. Like, so far, I've been at Ithaca, and, like, it's not for everyone, but, like, if you're ready and, like, you're open to like change and stuff like there are lots of things that are different like just being open to change and just being ready to like take on the world and stuff like that um it won't be that bad okay so that's it for this week's episode thanks again to danielle for being on the show and being willing to have this conversation with me you can find more episodes of the intersection and other podcasts at theethican.org remember to be good people and treat others with kindness and respect thanks for listening